0: Hello there, welcome to episode 24 of Nevermind the Bullens. My name is Mike Peters and this is your bite-sized weekly Everton podcast and vodcast. Back after, well, the international break, which seemed to go on for an eternity, didn't it? But, you know, only lasted uh, two weeks. But uh, that uh, two weeks has given Everton time to regroup and get ourselves back into some semblance of uh, form uh, with a win today at uh, Fulham. Uh, now, I mean, you know, a, a classic Everton in so much as it should have been completely comfortable, we made really hard work of it in the end. Uh, but we got the result, that's what we needed after uh, three defeats uh, and a draw prior to that, you know, so not having won for a, a good few games uh, and trying to get ourselves back uh, into some sort of form getting ourselves climbing back up the table and we've done that um obviously not a perfect game by any stretch of the imagination it was a bit of a game of two halves without reverting to cliche too much but that sort of uh, describes our performance really Uh, the first half you know for the most part we were really really good played some fantastic stuff um and the second half we just didn't play anything at all. Uh, I've been saying for weeks on this podcast that we needed to start games quickly and we couldn't have really started any quicker today, could we? Uh, Scoring a goal inside 42 seconds. But, you know, we then started the second half, well in fact we didn't start the second half at all um, and were really, really under the cosh for quite some time. A fantastic game for the Neutrals watching uh, uh, before they have their Sunday dinner on BBC One, but... For us, you know, very disappointing. We should have scored far more than the three goals that we did and we conceded our obligatory two goals, which seems to be a almost sort of inscribed in an Everton kind of Magna Carta. Must concede two goals and try and beat teams from there. Um, but a number of positives... Uh, to take out of the game today, not least the fact obviously having Richarlison back is a massive Philip because he does change the way that we play and that was in evidence straight away. Obviously set up the first goal for, for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, um, who was absolutely outstanding today, there's no question about that, not only with the goals that he scored but his, his hold-up play, particularly in the second half the way he was able to, you know, when the, he was completely isolated, I mean totally isolated at various stages he was the only Everton player in the Fulham half and yet he was, having to, he was winning a uh, ball in the air, he was bringing it down, he was Controlling it, he was winning free kicks, absolutely magnificent, and no wonder he was the man of the match. And no wonder also he looked absolutely out on his feet at the end of the game. He really was running on fumes. Um, but nonetheless, that's 13 goals in 11 games so far this season. 10 in the league, of course. Um, and you know where would we be without him? I mean, it's you know he scored as many goals as Manchester City and Arsenal's complete teams have in the league so far this season, which is a, a brilliant sort of stat and shows um, how prolific. He, he's been um, I must give mention to Alex Iwobi he's a regular sort of bet noir of mine on this on this podcast but because he's immensely frustrating as a player because there is quality there there's never been any doubt about the, the fact that he's got ability but it, we've never seen it and I I wonder today admittedly with the caveat of we were playing Fulham um, and we have to bear that in mind because Fulham are so open I mean you know We've got a worse defence than Dominic Cummings, haven't they? In terms of it's just absolutely amazing, really, how bad they are. Um, and that was to contribute to their own downfall. Not that were there any great shakes in that department, and we'll get on to the, the defenders in a, in a moment. Um, but you know, he was excellent today. In that, in that sort of, I say to use it. he wasn't really a wing back, although he was sort of playing in that position. I have to say, though. That's not obviously his position, and certainly against you know you, uh, a Man City or a Liverpool or Leicester or whoever, you know he, he we can't have him in that position because he's not defensively minded enough. But today he did his defensive job extremely well in terms of covering uh, Ben Godfrey, who I thought played really well today. Um, yeah, he gave away the penalty, but that was really just the fact that he, he slipped over and tripped, as did uh, the penalty taker, which was uh, an extraordinary moment really. Um, but you know he was really good and his the space that he found himself in the space that he afforded himself in his energy levels were exceptional um his use of the ball was very good he was confident he wanted to go past players he wanted to attack he was starting to dictate where he wanted the ball and i think that's what we want to see from him on a regular basis and it's what we've not seen from him on a regular basis we've seen it fitfully um Since he signed, you know, an odd game here, an odd game there, but never consistency. That is the crucial thing, because I really think that he can play a role for us. There's no question about that. Um, But he's got to produce those types of performances on a regular basis. Uh, Luca Dean uh, on the other side of the pitch absolutely outstanding was almost playing as a a left winger for large parts of the game particularly in the first half Uh, and his attacking prowess which we know so much about was was really in evidence today does wonders for my fantasy league points as well because he got me two assists Um, but he was exceptional it just shows how crucial those players are, and it shows where where our fault lines are in terms of, and we've know we know this in terms of that lack of depth to the squad in terms of quality, in terms of two players for every single position to be able to come in and, and to be able to change games because we were running out of legs, and that is a concern. I know a lot of them are coming back from an international break may only have had you know a day's training. I think Carlo was saying in the in the press conference on Friday, um, and so hopefully the energy levels will be back to where they should be uh, against uh, Leeds. Next Next week. Um, But I have to mention Yeri Mina. I was surprised and not surprised in equal measure um, the fact that he started the game um, because he's been more consistent with Michael Keane or consistently with Michael Keane. over the first uh, eight, nine games. Obviously, Mason Holgate played against Manchester United, looked very, very rusty, um, even though he's my preferred choice to, to be alongside Michael Keane. Uh, but, I mean, the goal, the first goal, Fulham goal, was, was such a poor bit of defending from him. We were in a good position, um, you know, we looked in, a, in, the shape was good, and suddenly he just ran past. I mean, he was so statuesque when he was running. It was almost like he was moonwalking, he was almost going backwards, um, and Bobby could overread sort of shot past him um, and, you know, stuck it in the back of the net. So uh, if the plan is to try and play three at the back, um, then to me it has to be Michael Keane, Ben Godfrey and um, and Mason Holgate and Yerry Mina and, and Jared Branthwaite to the fourth and fifth choices there to play into that. Um, if that's going to give us that mo- hopefully more solidity because... We need to find that because we cannot keep expecting to score goals. I mean, next week again against Leeds, you know, we, we there's no doubt that's going to be a very open game, but we've got Burnley to come. That's not going to be an open game. And it's one of those that we're going to have to, um, you know, try and sneak a, you know, a 1-0 or a 2-1 win. Um, so we really need to get to have that sort of basic uh, solidity in, in the team. Um and that's obviously something that still clearly needs to be worked on they didn't have a lot of time obviously I think as I said you know only one training session since um, since the players have come back so they are not had a chance to really get into that system even though that the coaching staff may have identified where the problems are but it was identified by Tim Cale in uh in the studio, uh, sort of uh, as a pundit for the match, that you know it's a lack of communication, somebody not taking charge, and that's what I really want to see Mason Holgate in there doing. That I think he can do that, I think he's demonstrative enough to do that. He doesn't necessarily have to wear the captain's armband, but if he's there, if Seamus Coleman is there, and uh, Luca Dean as well, then they need to be as the senior players. Uh, I mean, Michael Keane is a senior player, but he's a much quieter character. They need to be the ones that are saying, you know, yes you know, and telling people where to go. And Jordan Pickford plays into that as well and telling players. So, uh, it was great to see Abdelai Decore as well getting his first goal today. Uh, Well deserved. I think he's deserved a, a couple of goals already, but it was really lovely to see him get that. And just, you know, again, killing games off. We've done that quite well so far this season, but, there have been games where we've allowed teams back in when we should have killed games off Fleetwood in the, in the League Cup being a, a classic example of that and today you know, we could have gone 4-1 up and then we don't have to sit there for half an hour or so watching Fulham get further and further forward getting a penalty which they then miss which then get the goal uh, almost straight after that and then us sitting thinking God we're, we're really hemmed in here are we going to be able to, to see this through and not having any uh, real sort of outlet ball up until the last five minutes where we did sort of uh, push on a little bit further. I thought Tom Davis did well when he came on and it added that solidity and that's probably his role now, uh, at least for uh, the next couple of months. Um, but I think the key thing now, looking towards January, which is Hoven interviewed quite quickly, isn't it? Only five, or six weeks ago. is trying to get somebody that is going to be able to deputise for Alan because again, we're so reliant on him in the middle of the park. If he's injured for any length of time, We have got a bit of a problem there. Um, But, you know, irrespective of those little things, and they can all be worked on, three points. uh, We've stopped the rot. We've got ourselves starting to move back up the table and a couple of very winnable games uh, coming up as I say, against Leeds and against Burnley. Uh, if you want to get in touch over the next week before we get to episode 25, uh, then feel free at NMTB Pod uh, on Twitter or nmtbpod at gmail.com on the email. And until next time, come on you blues.